friends, it's time to take a trip down memory lane. It's the Diary of Former Tigers here on True Comedy. I thought you were about to say Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I was like, dang, Nick, that's rude. <laughs> The name of a podcast is Diary of a Chocolate Girl. It tied in well. He, no, he, did, he did his homework. He did his I homework. I know. He did. I didn't. But I'm proud of you, Nick. I did it. At least you're honest. <laughs> Lisey's honest. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome Hi. to True Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I not supposed to say hey? Okay, I'm going to shut up until you tell oh, me. Are you good? Talk. We can keep this in, too. Nah, I like it. I, yes. I, I like it. It's right off the cuff. I am Nicholas Spinch. And I'm Kirsten Cunningham. Today, and I'm Chanel. Y'all got to give me a cue or something. I'm going with the flow. I'm a, I'm a blink twice. Okay. Today, (laughs) (laughs) we are joined by a guest who doesn't know podcast edit up etiquette. Apparently, even though she got a home. (laughs) Nah, seriously, I'm just messing. We have a special guest today, a former tiger. This is what we're talking about today. Um, Woo! Because what our time as a tiger. Um, the host of Diary of a Chocolate Girl podcast and the head coach okay. of Winston-Salem State University volleyball team. You better. You better. You better. Hey. you. <laughs> Chanel Davis in the house. <laughs> What's up, Chanel? guys? How's it going? It's a going. It's How's great. everybody doing down in the South? Blessed and highly flavored. Or that's Flavor. just the chicken. Oh, okay. That's the okay. chicken. You know, the chicken. Sunday. The chicken. Yeah. Everybody got to okay. eat good on Sunday. The gas station chicken that everybody yeah. be smashing. Right. Going over to the Texco, get that crispy, crunchy chicken. <laughs> Yo, that was the first time I ever heard that. Going to school in Alabama. <laughs> did you, but hey, did you get some? Did you get some of that gas, store, gas station chicken while you were I did here? not. I did not fall for the trap. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I did not. That's Listen. Easy. That's an easy 10 pounds. <laughs> Listen, you didn't fall for the trap of the gas station gas station chicken. I didn't fall for the trap of the oak tree lounge in Gatopa, Alabama. So we Well, eat. I fell for that several times. <laughs> Go ahead and admit it's out there. Pepper spraying gunshots and all. See, that's why every time I made up my mind to go, I got dressed, got smelling good, walked out the door, got a text said, Oh, just got shut down. Somebody got shot. Somebody there got stabbed. Go. They maced up the place. So I Jesus just, was tapping you on the shoulder. He was. He was, he was no, t- no telling what would have happened to me. <laughs> but mm. before mm. we get mm. too mm. far into it, we already talked about the oak tree, got that one out the way. But we're coming um, back to it. Shouldn't come back to it. <laughs> um uh, tell us a little, well, tell our audience who haven't uh, met you before a little bit about yourself and, and, and especially your podcast and um, what you're doing now. Sure. So as I mentioned, I'm Chanel Davis. I am a former UWA student athlete. I left the reins of something about that place in 2014. <laughs> I was a volleyball player. Um, yeah. Since then, I started actually coaching while I was down there in Alabama and I continued it. I loved it. Couldn't stay away from the sport. So I made it my goal to get to collegiate coaching and that's how I started. And now I'm here doing something that I love every day, getting to mentor awesome. young women and at an awesome HBCU that I'm jealous of every day. I'm like, dang, why didn't I go to HBCU? <laughs> like I was missing out, but yeah, but nonetheless, coaching, um, mentoring is a big thing for me. Um, just advocating and mentoring our young women, especially, and 
in my free time, I do a little writing. Um, I am a part of a writing team called The Pedestal Project, which is geared towards uplifting, empowering Black women. So you guys should check that out, pedestalproject.com. And I also do my own show notes. Yeah. And I also do my own podcast, which is titled Diary of a Chocolate Girl, which is geared towards all things chocolate. Um, It's kind of a spiritual flair with a bit of dry sarcasm and humor, just going through everyday life and different experiences and people getting on that platform and kind of sharing their experiences with different. I like to go for those topics that are a little bit difficult to discuss that can help someone and inspire and bless them in some way. So, yeah. Okay. Speaking of the podcast, what's been one of your favorite topics to talk about on the show? Oh, it's one of my favorite topics. Um, thus far, um, I would have to say my best friend was finally able to join me on an episode talking about her mother. Um, her mom ended up passing from cancer going into high school. And mm-hmm. this was her first time. We're 30 now. And this was her first time being able to actually talk about it in the open and share her experiences and her thoughts and her feelings and growing up and how she became the woman she is now. So we were wow. literally sitting there tearing up, trying not to cry the whole time. But we have some fun stuff too. And now people's like, I ain't yeah. taking on that. It's a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, that, no. that one made me cry on the way to work when I listened to it. Thank I appreciate that. Yeah, so hopefully it, it would help someone out there who went through it or is going through losing the loss of a parent and, you know, yeah. letting That's them know not- it's okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need that rough stuff to polish you up and to shape you and just really just make you an awesome, awesome person because you're not, in a sense, yes, you're going through a loss, but you're gaining so much. You're gaining all those memories. You're gaining all that insight that you can just hold on and preserve that memory and share with others as well. There you go. I have oh, a yeah. strong believer in pain for purpose, using your pain for purpose. So, yeah. yeah. Is that how you got through like some of those volleyball practices too? Pain for purpose. We out here Man, all those workouts and stuff. It depends on which coach you're talking about. But first of all, I was over it after my junior year. It mm-hmm. was a wrap, but we faked it till we made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which coaches were you under? I'm, I'm trying to remember. It, it, it was a little run and, where y'all had um, about three coaches. And, and if I need to bleep out names, just let me know. <laughs> I mean, they're on. it's all online now at this point. Okay, um, true. I was recruited by Tabitha Turner. She was actually yeah. my high school coach. This is by how she found me. And I, I ended up coming. Mm-hmm. We're from the Dude. same hometown. She's really good. She was, and then she left. Her and Crystal Hudson, those were my favorite. Crystal was probably the first African-American coach that I had in my whole career of playing, and she wow. really touched me a lot, and that's pretty much the reason why I coach now. Um, but once they sadly departed, um, we got a man that we shall not name because he doesn't deserve the clout, but he was terrible. Um, <laughs> it was a living hell. Like mm. Senior year was not good. We did not do well at all, but Hey, but your school got paid for, and um, okay, and you got the experience you need. Yeah, and I was gonna say she she was being a little modest. She forgot to say that she was uh, UWA volleyball all decade. I don't know who put that team together. I don't know, but they may be on the show as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, much appreciated. But yeah, going into coaching, I know sometimes though. Cause I've had a bad supervisors, bad bosses, just bad quote unquote people over me in times. And you learn, sometimes it's not what to do. You learn now how not to do something. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, this person did this, this, and this, it was a detriment to everyone else involved. So I'm just not going to do that. If I ever see myself, <laughs> if I look in the mirror and see myself being that person, yeah, that's it's time to pump the brakes and regroup. Oh man, where do I start? Um, 
I would probably say my number one thing is I do my best not to treat my student athletes like they're just products. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Of course, you're coming to play and compete for an institution, but in the end of the day, they're, they're individuals, they're human beings, they have yeah. feelings, they have emotions. Preach. And I think that it says a lot about a person when you actually take the time, not only to recruit these individuals, which are young adults at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. you have to find some way to nurture them because they're actually literally leaving their home, their home nest, and they're coming to a whole new atmosphere and a new life and a new chapter. And in a sense, they're just trying to find out who they are for the most part. And I think that's the worst thing you can do is treat them just like they're a num- another number on a roster or another stat okay. on your sheet. I think that it takes a little bit more of actually getting to know them and what type of people they are. Um, I can definitely say it's different now being a student athlete than when I was a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, we could get yelled at and roll with the punches, but mental illness now is so much more prevalent and real that you really have to think and stop with how do I say this? Who am I talking to? How would they respond? What type of personality does this person have? Will they respond to yelling or should I be a little bit more easy with them and actually take the time to break down things? Um, so I re- definitely want to start there with not making them feel like they owe me anything. Because at the end of the day, student athletes are everything and coaches wouldn't be here and we wouldn't have jobs without them. Um, so I think that's very important. Um, and then another thing I would probably go on the low, low end of the podium is not tell your players that they act like a bunch of monkeys. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the in the H&M? Coolest <laughs> monkey on the playground mess was that? Let me tell you. No. Let me tell you. That was not the right thing to say when you have minorities on your team yeah. in a sport that is wide range to be a majority of another race. Yeah. But, yeah, make sure you, you kind of – Make sure your jokes aren't racially applied. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So, mm, mm. but I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty different with my coaching technique. So. Okay. So you mentioned that uh, Tabitha Turner got you down to UWA. So when you mm-hmm. stepped foot in Pruitt Hall and on campus uh, for the first time, what was going through your mind about, how, about <laughs> you know, the atmosphere down here? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, um, it was different. Um, <laughs> I was like, dang, it's more cows down here than people. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do this for three to four years. Um, it was a culture shock. Um, I transferred from a school in Atlanta. So that was a big, oh. big transition of coming to a school where you have 10,000 students and we had about how many? Around 1,800 when we were on undergrad, in undergrad. Yeah, and we literally all knew each other. We yep. knew each other's social security numbers. We were so close. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really it was really a culture shock. Um, but at the end of the day, I knew why I was there, and I knew what my end goal was, was to get a degree. Um, and loving the sport, it really didn't matter. At the end of the day, my environment and my surroundings, I was just there to leave my mark in a place. So okay. I really did now, on this show, we talk about a lot how my memory is bad, right? So mm-hmm. I don't remember things. Can you please tell me exactly how we met, or do you remember? I, I, I all I remember is just knowing you. I don't necessarily remember, like, where it happened. No, we took a class together, but you, you know what I mean? It's like we always kind of knew each other, but then we took a class, but I don't know if we knew each other before the class. You know what I'm saying? I we were both know. I am C kids. 
we took more than a class. We had the same dang near schedule. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a couple of semesters okay. in a row. We really did. You know, IMC when it first started out, everybody that's, had the same classes true. together. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It had to be either in one of our IMC marketing classes, or I had to remember seeing you sitting up top in the bleachers at the mm-hmm. stat table. That's right. probably where I saw him. It was probably where I first saw him. Like, oh, okay, he's a. I don't want to say. I want to get the fraternity name wrong, so I'm not gonna say it. But I was like, he's that guy. <laughs> I don't want to say it. With the triangle like, and the X on his with shirt. With the broken PlayStation yeah. controller. Yeah, with the broken PlayStation controller yeah. on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's the same guy that does our games. And I think that's how I met you. I and then we probably had our way. first conversation. Yeah. We probably had a first conversation in class. But yeah. I didn't say nothing out the way, did I? Like, I, I was a gentleman, right? Please tell me I was a What gentleman. year was that? No, people were scared to talk to me. That was the thing. It was like, when I was on campus, it was like they knew not to talk to me because I had headphones on, which was the goal, but I wasn't as mean Smart as I was. Smart man. Smart lady. <laughs> Smart lady. <laughs> the thing is, I wasn't, I wasn't scared. <laughs> Nick, you're not scared to talk to anybody, though. He's that's not. True. He's that, not. That's true. That's your not. gift. You're good <laughs> at talking. <laughs> <laughs> me on the other hand i came to college and that's when i learned how to talk to folks because i was quiet oh, no. even though i was voted most um most talkative in high school i think that's just a consolation prize to be completely honest <laughs> as long as i, I mean, well, there had to be you, a reason they voted for you true i guess i think it's just because i knew everybody's business that's let's just be honest <laughs> lord don't tell me you was the bone keeper in high school Oh, uh, yeah, it may have been, unfortunately. <laughs> it is what it is. I, growth. Let's just say growth and deliverance. Okay, okay. Hey, we were all growing in our ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> what, Nick? We're all growing in our ways. That just got we're me. all growing in our own ways. Yeah. So. Every one of us in his or her own way. See? See? Oh, that, man. That's what Barney said, at least, so. Oh, I didn't know much about Barney except for the theme song. <laughs> the theme song. I'm not even going to get into that. You didn't know much about Barney. <laughs> no. I, was, I was Barney's biggest fan in Alabama, man. I had, I had Barney sheets. I had wow. Barney shoes. I had Barney hats. There's, Barney a picture on, look, there's a picture on our Instagram of Nick and all Barney stuff. Yeah. Canceled. No, no, sir. No, sir. He was a purple dinosaur from our imagination. And when he's oh. tall, he's what we call the dinosaur sensation. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. wow. Is it time lot. to go? No. I think it is. <laughs> Chill out. Just because I remember Barney, my, my sister going to hear this and be like, how they going to come for Nick because he's like Barney? It is what it is. So, your time at UWA. Um, <laughs> when folks did get to know you, like, did, did you start getting to socialize a lot? Was it, was it fun for you? Did, did you have a good time down there? When I first got there my first year, I literally stuck to practice, mm-hmm. study hall. And what year was this, room. by the way, when you first got there? 2010. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to put everybody in the same place, you know. Yeah, 2010. I'm trying to figure out what, what we were doing in 2010 <laughs> as well. Yeah. That was when those first dorms were built back there that first year when those dorms were built. Yeah. When they first by the pool, them. back by the pool. What were those called? Hoover Phase Two. Yeah, Hoover. Yeah, yeah. the new ones were built. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, five RAs over there. Nick stop. That's where that's where I lived. <laughs> yeah, Hoover. that was creeping territory. I would tell you. <laughs> creeping that territory. Was, what that happened was to you? Mean it was in the back of the campus. You can just zip in, zip out. When nobody gonna see you. You know, we had like mm-hmm. three 
stop signs and we had three night lights out there or so it, it was street real lights. easy street yeah. lights it was real easy to get in and out so that was creeping central you just peep out your window you saw somebody you knew that wasn't supposed to be there so but yeah and people caught up all myself. the time people used to get caught up all the time trying to creep i out. mean if oh, we were smart we would have known we were never gonna get away with it like <laughs> <laughs> if we were smart we would have known so you're supposed to have enough sense to know that UWA too small. You got to have somebody at UWA and then have somebody at UA or or at Sheldon or at um what's the other place um Stillman. Just something something in Tuscaloosa, oh, well. something in Meridian. You can't uh-uh. have. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. See, see. He said no. He said uh-uh. no. <laughs> because in 2010, I think I was in Speeth as an RA, wasn't I? Or somewhere around there. Okay. All I know is I had a resident that had him a piece on campus. A fiance in Tuscaloosa, a baby mama in Birmingham, no, and a side chicken meridian. No. <laughs> See, okay, so it doesn't always work out the way you think it should, yeah. especially when they call his mama and all show up looking for him at the same time. But I see, he he was doing he was doing too much. That's why four, why four, and all like that's all in one little circle, all in one little circle. The same. Come on now, that's just too much. He deserved to get what he got. That's on the same interstate. <laughs> like, if you go have straight back you yeah, just straight traffic. All on the, it's all on the same interstate, right there. Meridian, Tuscaloosa, Birmingham. Boom, boom. Exit, boom. exit seventy-one. Exit one forty-five. <laughs> exit seventeen. Like what you doing? Like Dang. that's lazy. That's just lazy. <laughs> I didn't say he was smart. This could have been gassy. somebody that Maybe stuck it was around gas effective. effective. You never right. Know Clearly, it was gas. Look, this person should have could have tried to stay around school for nine years playing basketball or football, but we ain't calling no names. We're not gonna call any names. <laughs> not yeah. name one. Y'all are so funny. I ain't pay attention. Nobody business but my own. I'm just out here trying to. It was hard not to see it. What you protect mean? Protect myself. <laughs> Thank you. It was hard not to see. Like, didn't I see him with? Okay, I'm gonna uh-huh. <laughs> like, shut up. It was really hard not to. And you don't want to learn people's names if they introduce you to somebody because you always gonna get somebody caught up. That's why to this day I have family members that I tell if you date somebody, don't tell me their name until y'all get married right i ain't showing up till i get married mm-mm. hey y'all no nope. yep. i gotta tell this story oh, oh god <laughs> so like for her 50th birthday we had a we had a surprise birthday party at one of my auntie's house right mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> one of one of our family members came home with a woman that was not his wife oh, <laughs> and nobody knew this was gonna happen <laughs> So he came mm-hmm. to my mama birthday party. Say what now? Huh? Say what now? He came to my mama birthday party. Like all her nephews at. Every all of us there. All her nephews. There's a bunch of us. And um <laughs> and he was he bold, came, bold. Yeah, he mm. came with a woman that was not his wife. Ain't nobody know he was bringing this young lady. And I say young lady because she was about four years older than me. And she's about <laughs> <laughs> and he about 20 to 30 years older than me. Are you sure it wasn't a long lost oh, daughter no. he just found out about? I mm, promise you. No, no. Nah, let me tell you something. I ain't gonna lie to you. This was a beautiful young lady. Like like I said, <laughs> she was about four okay. years older than me. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to disrespect you, cousin, but you know, he might. <laughs> but- <laughs> but- no. But he oh, was Oh, 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 oh I'm Mr. Steel girl. You, huh? were to be, you were trying to be Mr. Steel girl. You know that actually happened, right? <laughs> What? 
You huh? do you not know Whitney was talking to some? Oh, oh, <laughs> I forgot about. I don't that. know this one. My current wife. My my current. Your current wife. You mean your actual wife? How many you got? Oh, Hold on. Yeah, I'm messing up. Current. I'm sorry. Time out. My my wife. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, get, don't get. Don't be on the couch tonight. Now. Yeah. I ain't sleeping. Keep looking back. <laughs> my, my wife was talking to a young man who was going to UWA, transferred to UAB uh, when it, when it first got there. She was talking to him. But, you know um, his whole discography, don't you? I had to, you know. Okay. It is you gotta what do it is. your research well, you, these days. Yeah. Well, you steal somebody's girlfriend, you gotta know who they are because you can get <laughs> snuck up on. Okay. Right, well, it's not technically stealing. He just wasn't meant for him anyway. So. That's true. It was my blessing, not his. There, so. exactly. There you go. He <laughs> was probably trash anyway. I'm gonna say he was. See, there you go. No shame. No, actually, period. I won't period. Say he was, no, actually, I won't say he was trash. I'm just gonna I'll say, say I he's trash. Better. I was gonna say I'm better. <laughs> okay. Nah. That's a bigger ego boost for you. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm. Mm. But um, Kirsten. <laughs> Yes. While we're talking about how everybody got to UWA, how Chanel got to UWA, tell the world how you got to UWA. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. How'd you get there? Um, I, found out about, like. I found out about the University of West Alabama. Don't do in that. In March of my uh, senior wow. year of high school. <laughs> March. When everybody's <laughs> wow. decided where they're going to school. I had some other place that I was like, oh, that's where I'm going to go to school. Then someone I didn't care to, um, that I wasn't the best friends with because, you know, we grew up together all the time, called my phone said, hey, Kirsten, where are you going to school? I said, you should know where I'm going to school. Your mama and my mama were just talking about where I'm going to school. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she then proceeds to tell me, hey, I'm an ambassador at UWA. I said, okay, Ann, I want you to talk to this person. Um, well, she passed the phone to an admissions counselor. This admissions counselor was telling me about all this money I could get to go to school here. I was like, oh, okay, Ann. Then they passed the phone to the band director, and that's how kind of I got sucked in because I wanted to do band in college. And UWA paid me to go to school here. So that's why I came. I came here for a tour. Um, would say I fell in love with the place, but kind of fell in love with the place. Then when I actually came to school here, stepped foot on campus, I said, oh, this is where I'm going to school. Nice. Okay. Mm, people do smoke a lot around here. <laughs> oh, no. band camp. You know, mm. back in the day, everybody had smoke breaks every ten minutes. Bruh, that was so fun. We, Wait, had, right we, had, we had smoke breaks during band and camp. Band. Okay, everybody outside doing quote unquote physical activity. And what you want to do after you're hot and sweaty is you think cigarette going to help you? <laughs> like, what sense does that make? They needed the nicotine. Oof. Mm-hmm. Right, not some more. Didn't y'all like practice? Like, yes, at night in the heat, just all the time. Yes, <laughs> practice used to take forever. Practice used to take forever because we spent about 40 minutes on smoke breaks alone. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's why everybody was so angry at May. Not, not a piece, but like total, <laughs> total. Yeah, but that's how I ended up at West, fell in love with the place, came here fall 2007, and hadn't left. It's 2020. At least okay. I left, at least I left a couple of years. I mean, I left for a few weeks. That's true. <laughs> I that packed my stuff piece. in the middle of a bad semester. That whole year, I kind of spent intoxicated. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll get there. honest. Uh, <laughs> so, Chanel, this is what happened, okay? I got a <laughs> cancer diagnosis from my doctor. Okay. Um, so, I said, oh, I'm just going to live it up. Okay. I ain't got no worries. Okay. Um, YOLO, literally. I don't know. 
But what had happened was they mixed my chart up with someone else's and didn't tell wow. me. Though. <laughs> yeah, they didn't tell me the months later, so I had to recover. <laughs> but what? hey, yeah, you I woke up. Should have sued no, them. I should have, but I I should have sued them when I woke up at the monkey. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I about the monkey. Wow. I went to bed in my bed and just came to for my birthday. Had the monkey like this. What'd you say? That's what I remember waking up to. Oh wow! I forgot all about the monkey. Wow. Yep. That's so still I, there. Barely. It's still there. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Well, the problem is it closed down as a bar. Um, a, f- uh, a couple of months ago. Now it's opened back up as a restaurant. A bar and restaurant. Uh, a bar and restaurant. Yeah, it's, and it's, very, it's a diverse group of people in there. It's oh, under it's new all- management. Hmm? It's under new... Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what type of food are they selling there? Is it like American sized? Yeah. Just burgers, wings. Burgers, wings, Dandy yeah. Don. Okay, down the yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Dandy Don's, by the way. You know that closed down. Oh, really? Did yeah, they yes. it. Hey, Don, if you're listening, he's, he's still alive. It's okay. So many people have asked that question because people say it like, that's the only way Don going to get up out of there if he died. No, um, we, there's a Jack's coming, and they okay. bought the whole building. Oh, so are they going to tear it down or rebuild or what? I don't know. They're going to tear I, it down. I, I still want to – okay, I want a mesquite grilled chicken sandwich. That's all I want, Okay. I don't eat meat anymore, so I'm over it. So. I want a mesquite grilled portobello mushroom sandwich, okay? I want the discipline to be able to, like, I don't eat meat no more. That ain't my uh, style. I want to be able to kind of have that kind of discipline. I ain't, I, I mean, I, I go I, meatless and vegan a couple meals a week, but yeah. that's about it. I like chicken wings too much to be like, I don't eat meat no more, man. I can't, I can't get chicken out of my life, man. Nick, you take you some trumpet yeah. mushrooms, okay? You cut them right, flour them, soak them, and they'll taste just like it. Mm-hmm. Or oyster mushrooms. Or oyster mushrooms, yep. Yeah. i tell you yeah. what. You fix me some. And if if I you like it, to Chanel, I'm, right? No, I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking to Kirsten. Okay. You, you you the cook? So you just go ahead and fix me some, and if it's good, I'll I'll that's what I'll do. I'll give. If I can find some in Livingston or the surrounding area, I will. Sounds, sounds like I'm gonna be on. <laughs> sounds like I'm gonna be on some wings. Yeah. yeah. It's not as hard as you would think, though. I thought it would be hard, but it wasn't as hard. I'm a pescatarian. I like I eat fish, but I don't okay. really like chicken beef or pork. So okay. Yeah. Keep That's all good. That's all Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least you eating um something, cause some folks don't eat at all. So that's good. There we go. Hercules. Yeah, yeah we eat now. We eat. <laughs> Trust me, we eat in the Carolinas. You mentioned how you got, you know, you you started talking about UWA in March, right? Uh-huh. Well, I graduated May eleventh. <laughs> No, May 18th, 2007, right? Uh-huh. So the first time I even considered UWA was after graduation. Oh. Uh, I was all in on going to Alabama. I was going Jesus. to be uh, you're, you're one of those kids that gives me anxiety. Yeah, I am one Jesus. of the ones that gives you anxiety. Like the kids that classes start next week, and they called me last week trying to get in school. Yeah, I was um, one of them. I got, I got my uh, – all my stuff in like right at the deadline housing deadline like application right at the mm-hmm. deadline scholarship all that stuff right at the deadline but anyway the reason I, I mean i was dead set on going to ua i got accepted everything like that the fall before i was ready to go and mm-hmm. then i went up there the audition for band stuff because you know chanel i don't know if you noticed i was in band too i um, know you're okay 
So I didn't get any band scholarships. And I was sitting here thinking to myself, I didn't play sports. I didn't play football because I was going to focus on getting a band scholarship. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a band scholarship. Oh, no. So my ego oh, wouldn't let me. Ego. My ego wouldn't let me go to Tuscaloosa without no band scholarship. So, oh. so somebody told me about UWA, and I talked to Glenn, um, like, that next week. He said he'd offer me a band scholarship, so I got all my stuff in. He hugged your mama, kissed on the forehead. No, no. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is the God honest truth. I hadn't stepped foot in Livingston. I hadn't seen the campus or, or met Glenn in person until orientation. Oh, wow. wow. That, was, that was my first time in Livingston. I came Oh, that's a lot to take in. <laughs> that's a lot to take in. Uh-uh. Orientation, Glenn, and Speeth Hall. But you're forgetting, you're forgetting something, though. You remember, you've been to Todd Town. It ain't much. It ain't much different from Livingston. You've seen Grove Hill. It ain't much different from <laughs> Livingston. See, the real culture shock for me would have been going to Tuscaloosa. True. That would have been a completely different lifestyle from what I had been doing. So, if anything, Livingston was perfect for me. I just didn't know it. But um, it wasn't even on my radar. My second school choice was Troy. I had no, I had no plan on going to UWA, and then it just so happened, um, Marquis Stewart. I don't mind saying his name. He was like, you know, it costs about five thousand dollars a semester because tuition used to be super cheap back then. I feel sorry for y'all kids now, but back then it was about five thousand dollars a semester, and I was like, oh really? Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sign me up for that free school. That, that's easy. I'll, I'll pay that. And somehow I still managed to in student loan debt that I can't repay. It's okay. <laughs> Sally Mae better stop calling. That's all I'm saying. That's Navian now. They can call me all they want to. I just laugh at them. <laughs> I just laugh at them? <laughs> yeah. You going to pay your student loans? Have you heard me hit the lottery yet? <laughs> <laughs> After my tides, y'all, the first bill I'm paying off. Mm-hmm. Oh, Later. yeah. Well, sir. <laughs> well, sir. Well, sir. Well, sir. Oh, no. All right, so yeah. Chanel, what, I was trying mm-hmm. to find. Yeah, what was you about to say, Kirsten? Oh, okay. I just had a story about how it took me a little longer to f- actually finish school, walk across the stage, and get a sheet of paper. Who mm-hmm. was I the only one that had multiple senior nights? <laughs> and how embarrassing that is looking back at it. So the first year, I thought I was going to graduate. When I should have graduated, I went out for senior night for the mm-hmm. band. Then I had the whole little encore year. And I was like, man, I know I'm going to finish this year. Let me go out for senior night. Mm-hmm. Didn't finish. Oh, my God. That wasn't the third time. Third time is not the charm. I wasn't about to be sitting there looking embarrassed again. I said <laughs> twice. I got two pictures. We done. Okay. No. <laughs> Ain't doing this no more. Uh, it's Call funny. Across that speaker if you want to. Nah, it's real funny. We um, I don't, I don't mind saying this. We got a couple of soccer players back on the team that we had senior night for last year, and I'm sitting. I went to Ken. I was like, "What? What are they doing? Like, what is this? Oh, like, have you have you had senior night for for people before, man? And y'all ain't lying. It's been so many football players that I had a, bit, a couple of senior nights, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are not BSing. Like, I senior night senior world night. tour. Like, <laughs> These folks be tripping. You were not the only one, Kirsten. I couldn't imagine. I did the one senior night and I was done. 
You remember when I marched? When I marched? No, when I marched for graduate school, I thought I should do a senior night again just to be funny. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I was cracked up to be, bro. I only came for the money. I don't need another senior night. I'm already embarrassed enough out here. I messed up my Achilles marching my old butt. (laughs) You ain't as young as you used to be. Yeah, I legit, I legit messed up my Achilles. I I sprained my Achilles marching backward. Backward. (laughs) You're supposed to be on your toes and slide your feet, bro. I was. That's how it hurt it. Oh. You're doing what you were supposed to do. Yeah, I hurt myself doing right. My bad. I was flat-footed for the rest of the time. (laughs) Oh, no. For the rest of the season, for the rest of the season, I just walked back there. I was doing the best I could just to be in the show. So, y'all, from our experiences as Tigers, what's something that you'll always carry with you from that Mm -hmm. time? My degree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this one off the wall right here. From one office to the next. $40,000 piece of paper. <laughs> I wish it was just $40,000. Stop, Nick. <laughs> I was just being conservative, okay? Do I have to go first? You don't have to go first. For um, I was hoping Nick would go first. With oh, okay. Um, well, uh... What, okay. I, what I got from college was, like, you have to really take advantage of the fact that you're going to meet, like, so many different people. Uh, I mean, think about it. Uh, think about all the types of folks we've had on here. We've had folks from uh, sororities. Um, we've had folks who weren't affiliated with anything. We've had people like uh, Shaw, who was your coworker, and Brenda. Um, then we've had coaches, and then we've had Chanel, like, Chanel, I, I, I think I've known you in person, like you said, for about three or four years. But mm-hmm. here we are today doing a podcast here in North Carolina, and we're in Alabama. And, and that's a connection who well, I would have never thought I would have had had mm-hmm. I not been there. So it, folks say don't go to college because it, it costs a lot. And they say, hey, go do community college or something for two years. But I'm telling you. The full college experience, whether you get it at an HBCU or where you get it at a place like UWA, or if you get it Which at is a, a primarily place, black institution. Or, or you get it at a place like Alabama. I think it's important <laughs> you go the four and enjoy it for everything that work. Nick, so, thank you for doing my job for me. I appreciate you. I didn't even have to give not a single recruited speech. That's my friend, y'all. Yeah. Wow. Bam. Mm, get money. Hey. <laughs> wow oh did we wow yeah yeah we all we merely rocked it's all right yeah i still do it all the time too that tells me i'm old too yeah but see let's just let the kids laugh at us they'll be all they right do. They like, oh, no anymore i'm like they don't what right. what y'all what's what tiktok dance y'all like, doing now oh yeah they do that all the time like what's wrong with your arms like <laughs> You okay, sis? What? I can't keep up. I, I try not to. It's okay. Try to do the Savage Dance. I saw the Savage Dance. Wow, that's old now. No, I'm just saying, yeah. like when it was out, like it made my it made my hip hurt looking at it. I'm like, yeah. what are y'all doing? <laughs> go, 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 go! Whatever dance they be doing. No, hip hop, Harry. <laughs> that's Harry. what it is. My niece and nephew love that. Okay. Now that I know. Um, One thing I'll always carry with me, one's real stupid. 
um, I always know how to mix a drink now because apparently that's the first thing you learn how to do when you come to school. That's why I became a bartender too. See, me too. I, I made so much money on this campus making drinks. That's how it started. Wait, I ain't make no money. I did something oh, wrong. Oh, see, see, we should have been <laughs> friends sooner. I staffed a homecoming party here that the school does every year with bartenders. Half folks walking away with grips. I'm serious. Oh, I, I bring my kids oh. Look, bring my kids in, show them how to make a drink. So I'll always carry that with me. Thank you, alma mater. (laughs) (laughs) It's just learning some interpersonal skills, actually how to deal with people and how to properly channel sometimes my anger tactfully and respectfully. I did learn that here because I used to be kind of angry at stupid people. And now I just learned how to properly address stupid people. You let them be stupid. I go. can't say that because I, I just learned that a couple of years ago. It's like okay. I, had to, I had to come back as a professional to learn. <laughs> like, I didn't learn that. What was it, 2017 when I learned how not to get angry at people for them being stupid? Chanel, I'm going to tell you a story about oh, people being stupid, okay? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it quick. Nick's not lying when he says he did not know how to properly deal with anger and stupid people because I'm sitting on my drum major podium conducting the band during a song and somebody was being stupid in the band the whole time in the section with Nick. He warned them once, twice to stop. Third time he said, if you don't stop, I'm going to slap it out you. Oh, what does Nick do? Ah, glasses go off the boy's face all the way down to the bottom of the student section. And all I could do was, he tried to tell you. Oh, no. My dad saw, and he laughed, too. So, yeah. Nick, tell me you didn't do that, did you? I did. (laughs) Wow. Was his face okay? Did you sprain his neck? (laughs) I'm unconcerned about whether his face was okay or not. Poor David. Oh, no. I guess not. Like, no. What, what, I was at a football game cheering and having a good time like you're supposed to do at a football game. And he said something stupid to me about acting up. I said, you say something else, I'm going to smack you across your face. Well, no, I actually said smack. I'm trying to keep PG, but uh, and, and, you know, I can't be like, well, you ain't going to make no liar out of me. So I, I hit him. I had to. At that point, he challenged me. At least you're a man of your word, hey. <laughs> oh, yep. Okay, so when the boy put the glasses back on the space. <laughs> wow. They didn't sit right. And I'm sitting here trying to be the student leader of this group. Trying not to laugh. Were they like... <laughs> <laughs> they were so cricket, Chanel. <laughs> oh, that is so wrong. Okay, so I used to have a mic and a headset on so I could say stuff to the band and they hear me, right? I didn't have my mic cut off and I'm laughing and everybody hears me in the stands. Everybody. It was bad, but it was so worth it. I don't I don't he still remember that moment. He does. I bring it up when he comes down for homecoming. (laughs) I mean, he was honored by this college of business. I mean, his name's on a plaque on the wall in the web hall, so you gotta oh. keep people humble, you know. I guess. Oh yeah, you do sometimes. He deserved it. <laughs> oh, absolutely, he deserved it because I told him to leave me alone, but he kept talking. I was like, all right, man, you know. God, <laughs> I could. I guess you could say that's the last time I actually hit somebody in anger. 
like for real. I, I don't think I've had a, a fight or anything of that nature since that time. But I was in college, and I wasn't young either. I, I think we were. I think we were twenty, twenty-one. Like yeah, it wasn't old. like it wasn't like I was eighteen. Oh, <laughs> you were old enough to know better. Well, he was old enough to learn. learn. At least you learned from it, you know. Yeah. You haven't hit anyone since, so that's growth. At least I don't think I have. You don't think? Okay. okay. I'm going to need you to remember. <laughs> Wait. Well, hadn't hit me. Yeah. I don't think, it, I don't think I've hit anybody angrily. Like, I don't, I don't think I've fought anybody since then. That's good. Okay. Okay. Look at God. Growth. Okay, God. <laughs> won't he do it? <laughs> yes. Won't he will. Mm. Iana fixed oh. his life. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Well, no, well, fault, uh, let me say this. I ain't fought nobody at EWA since then. Let me let me fix myself. Okay. I just thought about something. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Wait, outside of UWA, it's a whole big world out there. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I just want to leave it at that. That person knows who it is. They listen to the show. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, well. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you later. All right. Off the record, me and my sister had it, had an argument. Oh, that's, okay. that's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's different. She's older than me, and she's tougher than me. Like I didn't even want the fight, but it was like she challenged. She challenged me. Like that's just that. That's that's what it is. It's like I, I don't like being challenged. It's like you sounds like a light like skin I, problem. I, you say if, if, if I'm gonna do something, don't challenge me on it because I'm gonna do it. It's just ugh. light skin folks. Oh, no, that light skin. Y'all getting y'all's feelings. See, that's why I have to keep my head. I have to keep a cool head because I'm telling you, if I get challenged, I'm like. Dang, I got to fight him now. It's just, it just is what it is. Well, you can walk away, be the bigger yeah. person. You can pray for him. You know, break and dry. I'm short. I'm five uh-huh. six. I ain't no being no bigger, no, no bigger person here. I'm short. I got to defend myself. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Life is hard down there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it is, okay. it is apparently. I'm just saying that. That's what I've heard. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, apparently we're up here getting COVID, the tall people, so yeah. you, you're safe. So, yeah. <laughs> disadvantages and disadvantages, hey. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I bet clothes are cheaper, too, for smaller people. Yeah, half the fabric. You can, you. Yeah. Kirsten, you got you got a question or something. We're not gonna sit here and talk about my height. <laughs> well, this is what we're not gonna do. But I asked my question. <laughs> Is it my turn? It it is your turn, ma'am. Okay. Um number one, I would probably say um I did meet a couple of people that I did make I can truly say some lifelong friends. Um LaJoy is definitely someone we mm-hmm. still talk pretty much at least once a month, if not twice. Um me and her just went to Baltimore before the world shut down. Like okay her in years i'm just like let's meet up all right bet and like i can call her and like it's like we never skipped a beat so i can truly say that i made some lasting friendships and i talk to gabby every now and then as well too um and the next thing i would say my time there it definitely taught me to adapt in any type of situation um ma'am preach (laughs) moving to livingston in alabama um it wasn't easy i was literally 12 hours away from home and that was the furthest i had ever been away from home um so coming to a new place not knowing anyone not having any family around it was kind of hard initially um and it was hard if i'm being honest it was hard throughout my whole time there because you really didn't have anyone close 
and you uh-huh. had to figure out a way of not only adapting, but you had to figure out who you were. You had to figure out how to stay safe, who you surrounded yourself with, and just making the right choices. Um, but I definitely can say that I took away from Livingston, Alabama, and UWA is I know that I can go anywhere in the world and be okay because if I can go somewhere in the middle of nowhere and make friends and be okay and learn lessons and life lessons and help build and make me who I am today, um, I feel like I, I can go anywhere, literally. Um, so it definitely prepared me for the world. It prepared me to be able to go out and be an adult. Um, being a student athlete, of course, I feel like I learned those leadership skills. I learned how to be able to rely um, on certain people when needed, how to perform under pressure situations, which I do now in my everyday life. So um, I learned a lot. It, it definitely forced me to grow up. Um, of course, we still did the dumbest stuff ever. <laughs> and I look back <laughs> and I'd be like, dang, I really did that. That was dumb as hell. But nonetheless, I can use those experiences and actually now tell my student athletes, you know, don't do this. And mm-hmm. they're like, no coach, don't worry about how I know, just don't do it. Don't do it. You know, right. Don't do it. Like, Hey, yeah. sis, like the walk of shame is not worth it. Do not do it. And they're like, coach, what you know, girl, I don't know what somebody told me. <laughs> keep it real, you know, just try to help them, you know, not make the same mistakes that I yeah. did and, you know, keep themselves safe. So, um, definitely learned a lot and I'm definitely can say I'm applying those things even still okay. to this day. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> it really has. This has been a pleasant walk down memory lane. Because I know happens. sometimes we've had some folks on the show, we end up walking down the not so pleasant memories. Awesome. Like um, when I showed up drunk to take a final. Uh, <laughs> Everybody did that at least once. Listen, this was an oral exam and there were five people in the class. I don't know why I thought I was going to get away uh, with this. Well, we all sit at a conference table. Our classes were small. You know that. True, true, true. <laughs> that was my fault. some of the stories that y'all tell me just make me feel like I had a very tame existence but you know really I'm trying I'm trying not to snitch on myself everything I did was just (sighs) tell the truth shame the devil I did it all I ain't even gonna lie I did it all (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well the the issue is uh, a wife is in there (laughs) right so all I want to say is save yourself, save yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've already had this discussion, Nick. Yeah, you can be at my house for like three days. I, I'm telling you, Allie is on Whitney's side. I cannot come I to know. your house. Like if I, I get kicked out, you I'm just have to on go my to the own. chapter house or something. Yeah, that's right. I can go there now. Like, you don't want to go there. Listen, or sleep in got, the yard. I ain't got nowhere. I ain't gonna sleep in no yard. I said the car at least. Oh, the car. I thought no, you said the yard. The no, my whole back no. going to be hurt. <laughs> Yo, Nick. Your Yo, whole back. back. You're not going to be there in the morning. What you mean, your whole back? You're <laughs> <laughs> no. not going to be there. If I sleep in my car, I ain't going to mm-hmm. Listen. As long I, as you don't park it in a garage and keep it running, you good. Lord have mercy. He, no, you, you're not going to wake up. Don't do that. <laughs> you're not going to wake up. <laughs> I don't do know. That. So the point, um, the moral of the story is I can't tell my college stories because one, I don't remember them all, and two, uh, they don't need to be told for free. Okay. For free, <laughs> that is that's a good point. For free, that's exactly right. So, but there I mean, is I'm listener like, support. If you want to support True Comedy Podcast, <laughs> everyone out there listening, at the five dollar paywall, we'll release Nick's college stories. I'm just saying. Yeah, and then oh, no, listen. No. 
And don't y'all, yeah. and if we do, Whitney cannot go past that paywall, and nor are y'all, y'all have to sign a waiver to saying that you ain't gonna tell her any other things, any other stories that you have heard across that paywall, because I, I love my marriage, and I'm glad there, to have it, but um, if I tell anything, uh-huh. it's over with. <laughs> and she gonna hear that, like, what you got to say, Nick? Well... Well, um, we're going to rescind that offer because um, you want more episodes of True Comedy, and I just can't host this show myself. Listen, she's not going to kill me. It's just going to be the end of my life. It's the difference, you know, my current life, not my actual life, but my um, happily married life. Yeah, just be the end of that. No big deal. Okay. Just a big deal. I just don't want sad NJF. Oh, man, that was a dark time. Chanel, right after you graduated from like 2014 to 15 was not a good time. Oh, hopefully, if you have me on my podcast, we can talk about that. <laughs> have me on your yeah, podcast yeah, for sure. I feel like we've all after graduation that real world depression was real. Ooh. It was real, Ooh. real. So I know. But um, moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, moment of silence out for the homies. <laughs> I know. But, for um people who want to get in touch with you and uh, contact and, and take in all of your stuff, where can they reach you at? Sure. Are you talking about the professional or the personal? <laughs> That's up to you. Whether yeah. you want to put it out there or not. Hey, I, you know, your well, business is your business. Your no. business is your business. <laughs> don't don't put out don't don't put out your uh your volleyball. Don't put out your work email. Don't do that. Well, you yeah. should have told me before I sat here for an hour with Coach Davis down it's in okay. the bottom. It's okay. It's okay. This, this we'll, just we'll audio. That don't even that don't even matter. It's just audio. It don't even matter. Well, yeah. Well, if you would like to connect with me, it's been such a pleasure being here. Um, <laughs> you can check out my podcast. It is on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple iTunes. Diary of a Chocolate Girl. I'm also on IG and Facebook at Diary of a Chocolate Girl. And you can also check out some of my blog writings at pedestalproject.com. So, Nick, if people wanted to um, get in touch with you and figure out all about Nacho College experiences, how could they get in touch with you? Well, you, you know, can start only. What now? You could start a fans only. <laughs> that's the second week that's been brought up. Why are my I'm saying you can have your own like subscription fee and you can tell all the stories you want. Yeah. All right. You know, it's August, the month of entanglement. So you can reach me at the NJF on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Nicholas J. Finch on Facebook. But don't no entanglements. You can if you just want to talk, I'm here for you. And I'm Kirsten Cunningham on Facebook, Kham Speaks on Twitter, Kham Cooks on Instagram. Yep, that's right. And if you want to connect with the show, just search hashtag True Comedy on all your social media platforms. You can visit our website, truecomedypod.com, and catch up on everything True Comedy. We have blog posts there. We'll feature some great things. And yeah, as always, this has been True Comedy. Later. Later. Later.